Attack and Release Show. My name is Matt, and I am joined today by my good friend from Nashville, Sam Moses. Sup, daddy. Sup, daddy. Is that when, like, that, like, Sup. lady who Sup, says, daddy. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what's up. I don't um, know what that lady is about, almost, but she says, oh, yeah, a lot. I almost said subcakes, but I say that quite often. So then I was like, what's the next thing that came into my head? And daddy, because surprise, I'm a dad. Most Cakes. of you probably don't know that. So I went daddy. sub daddy. Can we get like a round of applause? Sub daddy. You Congratulations, your dad. Thank you. Thank you. She's welcome. One, one month old. One month. To Four all, days on the 20th, right? Yeah. To all you parents yeah. out there, my goodness, respect <laughs> 1000, eternal respect. Did not, how's the, did not know what I was doing, getting into. It's great. Just has, didn't know. Has the sleep been any better? A little bit, a little bit. Until we get, uh, for those listening, my daughter has a tongue tie, which I've found is quite, not quite common, but more common. Mm-hmm. So it's been a bit of a hot mess with the eating and sleeping. But we found a few hours here and there. I didn't take a nap yesterday, nor today. So that's improvement, if you can believe it. And you've that. said you've done all of this with zero coffee, right? Zero coffee. Yeah, zero stimulants. No alcohol? None. <laughs> None. I'm just wow. eating like every three hours a full meal. And I think that's what's doing it. Just eat When steak. Sam goes to bed, he has to take off his cape and hang it on the door. <laughs> I don't know how you operate with a new child with no coffee. I think I just, because I eat like six ounces of steak every three hours. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Red meat, that just is the answer. Just go for the protein. If you're tired, eat six ounces of protein. It's a smoother energy than caffeine. There you go. That's my secret, guys. All right. <laughs> so today... We are going to be talking about why we believe, and I believe it's kind of evident as well, that normalization just still is not working. Nah. And we want to we want to hop into that. We got we got some we got some bullet points here. <laughs> but before, Sam's going to take us through housekeeping. Woohoo! Welcome to my house. It's grown. My family has grown. So is the house. Okay, my dearest friends, listeners, thank you so much for listening again to another episode. Pretty jazzed about this episode. Um, But this is that unique special time, this magic moment, where you can uh, screenshot this episode or one of your favorites, share it to Instagram, tag for the record mastering, tag Moses Mastering. We will reshare it, repost it. We will cross-mark it with all our followers, which equals thousands and thousands of people potentially seeing your name, our name, the podcast, which expands the community. As the community grows, we keep meeting cooler and cooler people, which is really, honestly, the most fun. We don't get a ton of work out of it, to be honest. I'm not lying. We get cool people. We meet other engineers, and our community is growing. We learn new things uh, and rinse and repeat, and it's just fun. So, screenshot, share it on Instagram, tag us for the record mastering, Moe's mastering, housekeeping, Door closed, garage shut, going to work. Is there a tie on? Yes, clip on. Oh, don't know bow how to tie, tie or what's well, what's the one that's not a bow tie? What's that called? Just a tie tie? A tie tie? A tie tie? <laughs> a long tie? A skinny tie? You ever have a tie tie tie? Uh, I didn't, but I did have um, 
Well, I had a t- I had a tie with many colors on it. It just wasn't tie dyed. So if it's not a tie dye bow tie, then is it tie 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 tie? It's. T- <laughs> That's tongue tied right there, ladies and gentlemen. That's a tongue tied. Anywho, full circle, tongue tie. (laughs) On to normalization. Sam, does it, does normalization work in general? No. Like, is it a thing that is nice to have on playback? I think that's where (sighs) I want to start. Like, does it have a place on in, in playback? I mean, I think it. I think it can have a place on playback because I originally this originally makes me think of how back in the day which was a Tuesday um if you remember TVs used to not have volume control on them really when commercials would come on and then some TVs mm-hmm. started coming out and they they called it like smart volume or something it was a whole cell it was literally like the new Feature like you'd pay four hundred extra dollars for this TV to basically normalize the volume between the show and the commercials because the commercials were always louder. So it was basically like trying to normalize, and you'd put on the setting, and it basically would like hard limit the commercial and make it just pump instead of like really adjusting the volume. So I get why it exists because it can be quite annoying to be listening to dialogue at this level, and then all of a sudden it's ten dB louder. That's normalization with audio is it's trying to get all the songs to play back at the same perceived level so that there's nothing really disturbing in theory from song to song and with playlists and all that jazz I think we all I hopefully understand that normalization's goal is to play back everything at the same level if it's louder it gets turned down to a level if it's quieter it gets turned up there's no reward or penalty now with saying that does it have a place um, I wish normalization would go away, personally. I wish we didn't have it. There's, in fact, still uh, TVs for, like, TVs don't have normalization. Web apps of all digital streaming, there's no normalization. <clears throat> Third-party, like, speakers with apps, streaming apps, there's no normalization. There's tons of places where normalization literally doesn't exist still, which leans into the importance of why we always say master the record and take it as quote unquote loud as you can while still respecting, you know, the art and and what the client wants. I wish we would get rid of normalization because I think normalization in some ways with regards to music. Now with TV commercials and dialogue, I think it's a different conversation. Within music, I think it's just another box of trying to control art. And the more rules we put on art of, well, we can't have a song playback louder than this song or this song or that song, you're essentially then saying that changes in songs, of course, this is a big assumption, is wrong. It's wrong to have some music be louder than other music. And I think a lot of this problem, it's our own engineer's faults. It's the old guy's faults. I'm going to call them out. The old guy's. The old guys in the industry in their 40s and 50, late 40s, sorry if you're in your 40s, late 40s, 50s, 60s, those people caused this issue of saying, not, not making records louder, that's fine. They're, everybody has a right to compress records, cut hotter records. People at the label, of course, wanted louder records because they thought it was better. But 
the the whole issue of normalization and loudness i think really stems from our side of the of the uh, the line and not the consumer audience the consumer audience does not give two craps in my opinion about loudness normalization when it comes to audio because of the way they consume things which we can talk about later which is very different than how you consume tv and whatnot so Loudness normalization to me, I don't, I think it could have a place. I wish it was gone though. I wish it didn't exist. I wish people would have to turn their volume and change their volume. I wish normalization did not, uh, even though it says it doesn't impact records, when you put a record out a full length, it'll say, oh, we won't change the song. So song one is, you know, we'll keep song one still quieter than song 10. No, 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 no. They don't do that. Every song gets screwed with. There is no movement or journey from song 1 to 10 on streaming with normalization. They change every song still, even though they say they don't, and that they'll retain your artistic wishes of, if you want song 5 to be really quiet in the middle of your record because you want to make a statement, and then you want song 6 to be really loud, guess what? You don't get to do that. It will not do that. (laughs) It'll adjust it Hmm. to playback at the same perceived loudness. That's its goal. And I think it's disrespectful to the art. And I wish we could get rid of it. Um, Because it causes more problems than others. And it's still not working because every week I still get people emailing me saying, why does my song sound louder on this playlist and quieter on this playlist? Why does it sound louder here and quieter here on the same app, just next to different songs? And that's because (laughs) normalization does not work does not work, and they need to create a new system or get rid of it. And, of course, too, within this, this is just the artist speaking. I've never heard a consumer ever in my life say one thing about, that song sounds a bit louder than this song when I'm on New Music Friday. Nah, that never happens, ever. (laughs) So, let me pause there. Because that's a bit of a rant. But there's truth in this rant that I just gave. Um, and hand it off to you, Matt. What do you think about loudness, loudness normalization? Is it needed? What, what's, your, what's your vibe? Do you think it works? Not work? <clears throat> I think that there's a, a bit of a, a misunderstanding from like the intent of it mm. to like where it currently is and like how it's used and i guess jumping ahead in my bullet points i feel like a lot of it went awry on the engineering side of things when we started talking about like penalties and you're going to be penalized and um i mean in like the the marketing that i do every day um Words are words are pretty darn important, and if I use the wrong word in an email or something like that, or in whatever, it's like stuff can be like construed differently. And I don't really think penalty was the correct choice of verbiage mm-hmm. um, to use because you're not you're not being penalized in a whole system of normalization. It's like the like okay so like like if we kind of like peel back the layers of the onion what is the intent of normalization 
and and we're just talking on streaming streaming platforms. Um, I mean, we could talk on TV or whatnot, but let's just like everyone's yeah, pretty familiar on. with playlists and whatnot. So let's just kind of focus with that. It's like I don't care what like they say on TV. They don't that that junk does not work. <laughs> um, it's it's pretty pretty wretched. Um, so on playlists, it's so that and it's. Like they would always give like these these funny examples of like oh if you have Metallica playing next to like Beethoven and it's like well you're not gonna have that like that's just not how playlists are made in general and like the ninety nine percent of people who listen to music that's not normally gonna be in their like standard repertoire of curated playlists I think that the curation behind playlists the ones that like happen on like the AI side of things, I think that's really cool. And like kind of how it learns, like what you like to listen to and this is how we're going to recommend stuff. I've always been curious, like if on, say on Spotify, you always listen to your Discover Weekly, if it's just going to keep on giving you, like like how is that? And, that, and if you only listen to the 50 songs it gives you every week, how is that the snake not eating its own tail? Mm-hmm. I've always been so curious about that. But the whole point is, is that if you have a song that is super loud and next to a song that is a little bit more mellow, that there's not this like jarring effect um, between the two songs. And I think that that works under the assumption that the two songs were ever made to be played outside of their initial like release format. So mm-hmm. like these tunes, like, I don't know, like let's just say like a Jason Mraz song next to like a, I don't know, something that's like kind of more upbeat, whatnot. Let's keep it like relatively within like a similar genre. The idea is how do we make this so that it's still pleasant and a listenable experience? And I think that that's a noble intent. So I do, I'd like on all my stuff, I turn normalization off mainly because. I want to hear how if I if I want to go back and listen to a release of mine, I really don't care how it sounds normalized, um, because I know that that's a system that's constantly changing. Um, there's zero way to accurately mentally calibrate your brain to be like, okay, yeah, this sounds good compared to this, and you go and listen on another platform and it's normalized, whatever, completely different, and no two places have the same type of replay deal and that's why you have like those plugins being like oh yeah this is what it sounds like on youtube this is what it sounds like on instagram oh shit this is what it sounds like (laughs) on spotify and apple music and it's like why do we even need that and why can't like if this is going to be a thing why can't we just agree on like a standard of this is going to be a thing and i feel like it's a relatively like simple thing that if somebody were to say this is a standard that we're going to move forward with and I feel like in general that would be adopted. So back to what I was initially saying, I think rolling it out under the guise that this is going to be a penalty is very ill-spoken. And I think to the point to where it's damaging. And I think since the early 2000 teens, since it has been spoken with such vernacular that it is really and obnoxiously negatively impacted how people make music. Agreed. And so I'll be listening to, say, a playlist, 
and I'll hear like a rock song. I was like, why is this rock song so quiet? I can't remember the bands, but this has happened several times. And it, the funny thing is it's happened across the punk genre, which is like a really forward, like aggressive in your face genre, as everyone knows. And it's like, they're not intentionally doing this. They're making a record like this because they think that they're going to beat the system and be louder by being like this. But it, And it's like, they might be normalized. I'll never know. But... I go and I just just listening to unnormalized stuff. It's just like, man, this is such a bad attempt to be like, I, I understand the point behind doing this, but it is just such a bad execution of how to do stuff. And it's from the view of you're going to be penalized. So you need to turn your stuff down by this much so that your music isn't going to be turned down. It's not a penalty. They're trying to make it just so the playback to the average consumer is like, like I don't know, it's like my wife and kids and I, we listen to like like this like country playlist or whatever it is whenever we're eating dinner. And it completely makes sense why this type of system is in place because I don't have it in place. And I'm like, man, that's really loud. And so like, I'll turn it up. And they're like, man, that's kind of quiet. I'll turn it. And so it'll be like different music from different, like, or of the same genre, but like different eras. Mm-hmm. And so there weren't like people like really like at each other's throat to make like the loudest stuff possible of like certain genres. And so I completely understand why it's a thing, but I don't think it's working. And I don't think it's working from the point of like, there's so much confusion and there's so much crap that's just thrown around of like, you need to have this at 14 love so that your stuff doesn't get turned down. Or you need to have it at a certain replay. And it's like, how many times also, Sam, have you been asked? It's like, okay, well, I'm making this for TV. Right. And so it's like, we can get into this world now, which is, I don't, I think is horribly kind of regulated and whatnot. But it's like, they're at what, minus 24? Yep. And so it's like, yeah, I have this and I'm like trying to set it to minus 24. And it's like, dude, I would just like, like if they want it to come in at minus 24, they'll tell you, but I would just make it as loud as you want it. Right. And then just turn your output down to that. Because if you're trying to make a pop tune or something that needs to have a little bit of aggressiveness to it, you're not going to be able to do that. And chances are a lot of like the, like some of the sources might be significantly above minus 24. Right. So you're just kind of like working your way into this like really big negative circle. So I guess after that monologue, question mark, (laughs) I'll kind of throw it back to you. So why do you, so like kind of getting into the meat of this episode, Sam, why do you think normalization just still is not working? I think I feel like we've like really kind of like kind of dove into the intent of it and like whether we like it or not. Yeah. And so why do you think it's still not working? I don't think it's working because I can hear it not working. <laughs> like mm-hmm. as simple as it is when I am on playlists or new music Friday or something, songs change in volume all the time from song to song. And I've made my own playlist to experiment with, okay, this song, when I turn normalization off, I can measure all the songs and go, okay, Mm -hmm. this one's dynamic. This one's compressed. You know, let's put them all together, flip normalization on. 
and it the dynamic song is quieter like it's quieter than the compressed song it peaks higher but on average 90% of the time it's quieter than the compressed song that's something that people don't understand still the other thing is there's something weird happening with sparse tracks acoustic piano vocal those tracks play back hella loud like almost always <laughs> And they can be compressed or dynamic. And I think it just has to do with the way we perceive. The less there is, this is like an old... Is this with normalization on or off? This is with it on. Like... So would it be because it's like as it's coming up, it has the dynamic range to essentially survive whatever's happening to it? Well, a lot of these songs aren't dynamic. They're still smashed to death. I'm talking like like you said sparse piano. Right. But that doesn't mean it's not compressed. It just means... Like these pop, like pop lately, there's been like multiple ballads, you know, like a Justin Bieber ballad or Olivia Rodrigo. Oh my gosh, Rodriguez. Forgive me, Lord. (laughs) I just dated myself. She made a great record. Glad it won a Grammy. Serious. It was great. But there's been multiple songs in the past year, calendar year, that have been just like straight ballads, um, which is a bit different. And those songs are not dynamic. They are smashed to death still but they play back next to the other smash to death pop songs on the record louder with normalization on and i think it's because our ears are naturally drawn the less there is for the ears to focus on the more it can like hyper focus on the vocal or something that's like i was gonna say like an old mix trick or something like a lot of the great engineers it's all about the less is more how do you make those guitars so big well there's just two Like, there's just two really great parts. You know, one great lead left, one great rhythm right, tracked well. Then they can just eat up massive amounts of space. Now, there's a lot of guys that stack stuff, too, to try and create a huge wall sound. But a lot of big-sounding records are very stripped down um, Mm. to just what you need because it allows those instruments to take up a ton of space. Sure. um, In the, in the, the headroom, essentially, that you have which can sometimes make it feel much larger than trying to stack 10 guitars on one side and vice versa. So anyway, I think there's something weird happening with the way these algorithms work that when there is less overall energy in the song, that it accidentally boosts it louder still than other songs. There's something going on there. It's just not working. Like, if you listen to it, it's not working. Now, it's not terrible. Don't hear me. Like, this isn't like, it's not terribly off, but it's off. And because it's off, it's confusing people. So that confusion is then making people reassess how they're making records from the start. This kind of gets into like, oh Lord, I'm going to say it, Atmos of like, do you make a record for Atmos? <laughs> like, from the start. And if so, how do you do that? the intention from the start. Let's just put that for another day. Anyway, with the loudness thing, I've had people now trying to make records differently because they're trying to get their record to play back louder because they keep hearing different things when their song comes out. And they don't understand that what they're worried about, A, is probably not that important because of how the audience listens, but B you're not going to be able to win this battle 
And it's not really a battle. It's you should create your art how you want and put it out. And that's that. But like you're not going to win loudness normalization, even if you follow guidelines. You can follow the guidelines on Spotify. You can follow it from so-and-so loud voice on the internet who says, I've figured it out. Here's how you do it consistently now. Put it at this with this headroom and it'll play back pretty great. Like that's maybe it works today, but I've done enough records, played around with it enough. You can trust me, which is when you should trust no trust, not trust the person when they say that. <laughs> but you can trust me that I have had thousands upon thousands of thousands and thousands of songs come out over the last 10 years. I've messed around with playlists. They've been on playlists. They've been on New Music Friday. They've been on the front page. They've been everywhere. And all I can say is that loudness normalization does not work, nor does it seem to matter whether or not your song gets publicity. That's the other thing within this is like, I have massively successful songs that are very compressed and dynamic that have both shown up on the front page of Spotify, new release, New Music Friday, the highest, the best editorial playlist out there. Songs that are 3 to 5 dB in difference of volume or dynamic range. It did not impact whether or not it landed on the playlist. What impacted it was, A, is it a good song? B, do you have the right relationships to get on those playlists? <laughs> That's probably the two things. Or the second one is the most important. So you have to understand the game you're trying to play which is another conversation, but loudness normalization to me is not working. It does not work. You can hear it not working and you should not try and play into it because you're just going to screw yourself on the back end and long-term. It will not work out well. And if your biggest fear and focus is on, I hope my song plays back louder than every other song on the internet, you have missed the whole point of why you're creating art. You have missed it all. And yes, loudness is important, but more so, do you care about loudness? And when we're talking about loudness, just like with a the normalization, they're talking about lofts, but aka compression. Compression makes things more loud more often, which makes lofts pick up loudness units, et cetera, et cetera. See previous episodes. But do you like the energy that compression brings? If so, compress the song. Do you like things being more loud more often, which means there's probably more energy more often for X amount of time? Do you like that? Great. Let's compress the trash out of it. Do you like things being more sparse, being more up and down, being more push and pull, feeling contrasty? Great. Let's make it more dynamic. Do you like a bit of both? Great. Let's make the chorus smashed, the verses more open. There are ways to use compression and dynamics to rep better represent your art. And then when you put it out, you just pray to God that loudness normalization does not totally disrespect it. But a lot of the times it does. Because currently, if you upload a song that's quieter, like on Spotify, negative 14 LEFS, it's going to use a limiter and try to limit your song to bring it up. That's terrible. If you, bring a, if you put a louder one on, once again, it's just going to turn it down and gain. No limiting anything is going to happen. So that's the better option. The better option is to be louder because less will happen to your song sonically. That is a true statement. Be louder than the playback that they recommend because all they're going to do is basically turn a volume knob down as opposed to try to use a limiter to bring it up. That's weird. 
So that's another thing where like loudness normalization is not working because they have to manipulate. Well, and it's like what are they audio. bringing it up into? Right, exactly. Because your peaks have to go somewhere, right? And so it's like I think that's like also like a misunderstood thing. It's like okay, they're just going to bring it up. It's like well, what happens to the stuff that's over fourteen luffs? Exactly. So because there's going to be parts of your song. I don't know. I, I guess I might be like thinking about like peak and RMS and still a little bit, but like. But it all impacts it. <clears throat> sure. So sure. It matters. You're right in your thinking. And it's like, that's got to be some type of like limiter, which everyone knows has some type of attack and release function to it. Yeah. And some type of behavioral characteristics that decide what is actually removed and what remains. And so you're just kind of leaving that up to them because. You wanted to print it quieter. Right. So you're 100% right. So that to me, loudness normalization, it doesn't work. I also think it doesn't really matter that much because, I mean, I know your argument about like being at dinner and you're playing a back playlist and you hope that it doesn't, you know, you don't want one song popping on super loud and then quiet. Well, it's not even an argument. That was just like, what is the intent of this technology? Yeah. So that's, so it's almost like they should make, Playlist normalized and full-length records not normalized. Like, when you get into the artist-specific, normalization turns off. If it goes into a playlist, normalization mm-hmm. comes on. This is actually, I think, a good idea, what I'm saying. <laughs> Just ask you. Hello, Spotify. Please listen to this. Use your AI technology to hear that I'm talking about Spotify. I'm using the word well, Spotify. Well, because there's like some... Well, because, I mean, to your point, I mean, there's a bit of like a disingenuous thing when you go and you mess with somebody's music. Correct. And you're like, okay, I think what you said in the beginning is genius because if you if you wanted a song to intentionally be quieter, but now it's just at this normalized volume, then you have screwed with the intentionality of the artist. Right. Don't get me wrong. There are people with like Spotify and whatnot. And I mean, even like Daniel X been quoted with this, and it's like, this isn't like Spotify is not immune, or I'm sorry, the other guys aren't immune to any of this. It's just Spotify is just kind of like the the hot button here. Um, but it's, you are messing with the artist's initial intent for their music. And so to your point, it's like, it's kind of brilliant. You're like, yeah, turn this off, leave this alone. And uh, yeah, you're just turning it into just a hot dang mess. Right. So, and it hasn't I'm been presented to, to like the consumer well. Like my wife yeah. has no idea what we're even talking about, nor does she care. <laughs> like, nor does she care if a song is a little louder or softer. Like, because we keep normalization off, and she's still like, most of the records you like are still being mastered to a loud, consistent, compressed level. Like that's just the sound people like. Like was what I was describing. Compression brings energy usually. People like that. You turn normalization off on the top songs and they still play back almost the same, like within a few dB for the most <clears throat> so part. I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. So like, I, I understand and don't understand the whole like social media thing. It's like, and like, we'll just, we'll stick with social media for this example. I get and I don't exist. I, I get and I don't get why they keep their algorithm pretty secret and how it does things and feeds other things. And it's like, oh, you see your engagement. It's like you're like thousands of this one day and then it's just like tanks. You're like, oh, well, crap. 
I don't necessarily like I, I get it to a degree and I don't I don't get it. I understand one hundred percent why search engines do it and why they change up their algorithm and they're trying to make them more robust to help the end user find the information they need as quickly as possible with the most reliable source. I 100% understand that. <clears throat> I also understand why they keep it, keep it pretty like lock and key. I don't always understand why social media companies do it, but I really don't understand why there's a pretty significant lock and key behind why the why these distribu- distribution platforms keep it secret because if you were to share <clears throat> the basis for how your algorithm works why would the content that's going on the platform not improve right as far as playbacks concerned and people can decide whether or not to play in that arena or game but they could at least make the best educated decision on yeah, I want to make sure that this has the best playback ability possible. And so I don't really understand the whole secretive nature on keeping that algorithm under lock and key because it's like, at the end of the day, it's not the loudest stuff right? that's getting the most plays. It's like, yeah, Billie Eilish is like peaking zero zero all the time. But I don't think anyone for a second thinks that's why her music has the acclaim that it does. Right. And it's like freaking emotionally jarring and it's like super dry vocals, just like 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 it was like it came at a it came at such an interesting time in music right. that it was so jarring from what else was being played that when you heard it, it was just what the hell is this? Well, no, and I, then it's just like, yeah. you got like this crazy like low end going on. That's like, what I was just going to say. The irony the whole room of is shaking. her like first big hit record, it's dark. It's not bright. Yeah. Like yeah. if you hear that song, like when I'm at um, like, cl- like Clean Juice in town or something, they always play it out of like, you know, consumer speaker. When that yeah. song like Bad Guy comes on, you cannot hear the vocal. <laughs> like, it does just like this, like it's just this low end mess. Like that record is great, but it doesn't sound good like on most sources. It sounds great on iPhone because it almost like balances it out because the iPhone's bright. But like on most consumer speakers, that record just sounds quiet well, you have a and lot of- thuddy. You have you have a lot of like information in songs that kind of perform like that. Yeah. That you're not really like most speakers can't replay that. So like right. in a car, it's like you're just relying on a single subwoofer that like if it does get 30 hertz, it's like you gotta have almost like a little bit of like a custom or like you had to pay for the higher audio package right. in a car or something. Or you just have a car that sounds like shit. It's really boomy. Right. And it's like, it's there's got to be a special circumstance. And so like, even on like some of my monitors, it's like one of the songs that I had, what was that song by like Lord, like Royals? Royals, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she has, it was like the first note in the chorus was like a 30, it was like exactly 30 hertz. Yeah, it's at 808. And so it's like, I had that on a reference list way back when. And so I'd be like, okay, where does this room sit as far as low end? Not my room, but if I go to another room, where do we sit as far as low end translation? It's like you either hear it or you don't, right. but you know it's there. Right. 
And so, but you'd hear it like other places and it would just be like, man, that's like, it's like such an energy dense part of the song, but it's like most, most things just can't replay it. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. But like I said, the whole algorithm thing, I don't really understand why it's so secretive because people can make a decision whether or not they want to follow it as opposed to right now. It's literally just people wasting money pissing in the wind, hoping that it's the same when it gets there and that it stays the same. And I feel like, like I, I believe I said this in the first episode we did this on, that we're going to get to a point to where like our kids ask us, how come music back then is like all weird different volumes? Right. Like I keep on having to like turn this up and down. It's like, don't get me wrong, like songs from like the 80s and 70s and whatnot, you still have to like turn them up a bit because it's just kind of like they they were just done a little bit quieter. And it's like, as far as that, like they were also trying to get them as loud as they could for the records that they were doing on. But it's like that format, like you're trying to fit all these songs on a record. It's like the best way to save space on a record is to turn the turn the level down. And so it's like, but like trying to get like the loudest record was still a like kind of like a thing. It's like, but you're it's like like the the I don't know, the, the metrics by which we're now talking about from analog to digital are far different. And so I don't I I, I don't know, but like in today, it's not that loudest song. That's gonna be that's gonna be winning. And aren't there like a bunch of tests on Spotify that test normalization? And it's like like minus whatever luffs, minus this luff, yeah. and it's just like you go through the exact same song, and like little things change. Yep. But like you're just like, how come like this should in theory perform? They should all be identical, right? And they're not. These should be all identical, and they're not. And it's like. How come like none of this is actually passing this test that you've put together? Right. So I don't, that was my whole thing. I don't really understand the whole secretive nature. I don't either. Um, I think people have been begging engineers at least for a long time to be like, just please release like a private codec or like a private upload account. Like we would pay, I would pay for it. 10 bucks a month to have access to a private like thing to pre preview and upload. Mm-hmm. It'd be great. You could learn so much. And I think what you said is really important in that People would create better records then, in theory. Like you could kind of know what's going to happen better, and then you do get to decide, as opposed to like you're just like shooting in the dark right now. Um, you know, that might be drastic to say that it's not that intense, but it is a bit of like. I mean, to a degree, you roll the you're dice. Like, I you hope don't, this plays yeah, back well. You don't know. Eventually, you just have enough uh, like skin in the game, right? And enough stuff released that you know how it's going to perform, right? So you're exactly right. Yeah. So yeah, we're shooting in the dark. I think they should release it. I think that would help a ton with clear up if they released that or like, I mean Spotify, make your own plugin, <laughs> like sell your own plugin that does that and charge everybody a hundred bucks for the plugin. Like, it makes so much money from the audio side community, and then it would help clear up because nobody. This is part of the issue, like. What I'm even saying is not even like, I think it's pretty true, but like, this is just my observation over 10 years, like, especially like the last four or five years where this has become really a hot topic is like, everything I'm saying is just based on me having, you know, 8,000 songs come out over the last four, four years. Like, it's what you're saying. Like, you've just, I've done enough songs with a 
enough different varieties from enough mixers and enough genres to kind of know like this is what seems to be happening and then I just study everything too but it's like we need we need some clarification on what's going on and until then like you should just make records how you want and let it be because the audience is going to listen in blips and boops as I've said, from iPhone to earbuds to car to interrupt your song to skip your song to it's on a different playlist and then this playlist, like they're going to make their own playlist. That's the other thing a lot of people don't think about. Audiences make playlists. A lot mm-hmm. of people make their own playlists. So they're going to take your song and stick it in whatever infinite possibilities <laughs> there could be of order of songs. And you have zero control of that. I think that's a lot of this is like you have to accept that you have zero control over what a platform is going to do to your song and then over what the audience is going to do to your song. It's like a twofold thing. And what you're really scared about, you have no control over, which is why it's scary because you've been told that this is really important because of the language that's surrounding it. And the language that's surrounding it is just fear-based from people who don't make records that matter. That might be harsh, but I think that's the truth. The people <laughs> that are scaring you do not make the records you're listening to, you're referencing, and that you care about. They're trying to sell you a product. They're trying to sell you an idea, a belief. They're trying to sell you confusion and fear, and that is also impacting the way people create records. The saddest thing is when people come to me at the end of the record, at the mastering stage... And they are so scared about how it's going to play back because they've heard, listened, read, played around with X, Y, and Z and go, is this going to be this 5.7 dB lower? And then here it's going to be 7 dB. And I just want to put my music out. like, But I'm concerned because people are saying it's not going to be good, essentially. Because we've associated loudness with good and loudest song is good. And that is someone's fault (laughs) it's somebody's fault or multiple people's fault it's not really our generation's fault and younger we just want to make music and have someone stop saying stop shaming us stop saying that you can't make records this way we get it you're scared because other people are making records differently it sounds differently it's different than what you like loudness normalization is not working I don't think it really matters. The audience listens differently and you're scared of nothing still. So move on. Create the art you want. If it's compressed, great. If it's dynamic, great. And put it out and then play your, play your songs out. People will like your music because they like you, because you marketed it well, because you have a thing. They're not going to like you because it's slightly louder than another song. When you go to a concert, you're not going to a concert because you go, oh, this band is so loud on Spotify. That's why I bought this ticket. has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with I connect with the lyrics. I connect with the vibe, the genre. I connect with, oh, the, the lead singer's hot. Like, people are not thinking, the audience is not thinking about loudness normalization. And it's not that important. That's all I have to say. That's my PSA. I'd be curious how many like people who aren't involved in music know about it. I just, I don't want to say none, but I want to say none. 
So like at the end of the day, they're just kind of like, why is this record like really quiet? Yeah. And it's like, that's kind of, uh, that's weird. Or people go around and fudge around with the settings that's in Spotify from like normal, quiet, and loud. Yeah. And they don't understand that. So they like turn on loud because they're like, oh, I just want to like boost some, vo- have more volume option. They run their phone at like halfway volume because now they could turn on loud because <laughs> they just wanted some more like headroom essentially. They don't know what they're doing, but there's just such confusion like people. Where there doesn't need to be. Yeah, where there doesn't need to be. And it's been caused by us, not me, but by us on the creator <laughs> side essentially. <laughs> And I'm tired of cleaning up this mess. We're like five years into this. Oh, we're more than five years into it. I have literally been cleaning up. Five years is what, 2018, 2017? Yeah, this mess for so many years. Way older than that. And I am so freaking sick of having my artists worry about the thing that's robbing. It's robbing the joy of their art. And that is so sad to me that when the song comes out, they're like, ah... Slightly quieter in this song. Let me email the master engineer. They don't even appreciate... They've been so brainwashed. We're in such a trance with loudness that they don't even appreciate that they landed on New Music Friday. Like, hello, you landed on the biggest playlist out there pretty much, yet you're stuck. The only thing you have to say is, it's slightly quieter than these eight songs, but it's louder than these 30. What happened? Like, nothing happened. Except loudness normalization showed that it's not working. Go celebrate. Have a beer. Drink coffee. Have tea. You did a thing. You did a thing. You put your art out. That's amazing. You're 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 brave. Not only that, it landed on a playlist that 99 yeah. of the world will never be on, never ever be on. So stop being scared of the things that don't matter and celebrate your art. Okay, now I'm done. Matt, so is, happy to is the loudness war over? It's always been over. It's never a war. <laughs> There's never a war. There's never been a war. It's only a war if you participate in it. But you don't have oh, to participate. <clears throat> the whole, like, I, I never really understood it because it's people just wanting to make louder and louder music, and it's like, okay, you can do that, and that's fine. But it's like, also... Wars generally like, will like kind of like break down like a wall to a degree, and it's like you can only ever take it take music so loud. Yeah, it's like even if it's a fantastic mix, it's like it's digital music. You only have so far you can go. You you have zero zero, and then like digital full scale. That 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 is it. There is there is no beyond that. You can clip into it, but it's not going to sound good. And running everything at zero zero is not good. So I don't really understand why there's a war. It's like you're just trying to run yourself out of dynamic range sooner. That's the I I, I don't really understand that whole thing. And I, I I think there was a war. I mean, whatever anyone wanted to call it, people not liking compressed music so much, but I don't think anyone was telling anyone to like. I don't know. I guess people were telling them to to turn it down, but and it did make people turn it down, but they turned it down out of fear because they were going to be penalized. Right. 
Yeah, the whole thing is so darn silly. Long story long, normalization is not working. <laughs> so this is like one of the few times that we'll like, I guess, leave on like, we like th- there is a problem. We've, we've talked about the problem, but there's no real, there's no real solution. It's like you can get rid of it, but then you you do run into the playlist issue. I'm 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 very shocked that we're still talking about this. I know. Five years later into this podcast. And I do still believe that something is going to happen that will significantly rock the streaming community. I don't know what it is, but it's like we have to know it has to fix the normalization issue. It has to <clears throat> it has to create enough hype to essentially derail how poorly managed the normalization issue is being managed. It significantly has to fix how um terribly artists are being paid. And it's in all honesty, one of my least favorite days is towards the end of the year when everyone gets their whole like Spotify wrapped thing and all these bands post how many listens they got and how many streams they got. Well, you go on to the highest payout, the highest stream payout on Spotify and you divide the plays by the payout. And it's like, oh, fuck, man, you got like $800 for all these. And it's like, like, however long ago, this would have been like, this would have been incredible, like reach, global reach. And now it's just like fractions of pennies, and it's just it's just kind of heartbreaking. So it's like the like a, a new system is needed to where that respects artists more, that is able to monitor playback in a little bit more forgiving of a manner. And I, in in my opinion, create enough hype that it does change how all these other players do manage their playback. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to that day. <clears throat> yes. I'm looking forward to that day. I don't think we're there yet, but we'll see. Is this like not a happy episode at all? <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys ready to be sad? I don't think it's. Yeah. I hope it's encouraging and a peace of mind bringing. In that, for those out there concerned about loudness, don't worry about it. We understand, but let's talk about it. Let's talk about loudness correctly which is compression and dynamics and let's use those things to make art how you want to and then put your song out and know that loudness normalization is going to have its way with your song it's probably not going to even screw it up that much to be honest it's just not like it's doing something is it going to ruin your song probably not ruin your chances of being famous probably not ruin your chances of making money on it probably not because at the end of the day everybody's playing by the same rules in theory which isn't true either because there's labels paying to be on playlists but you get what i'm saying don't be scared make the art you want let let me and matt help honor that if you need a master engineer okay well so anyone who is making music that matters honestly does not care about this issue no they don't and I feel like the only reason we're talking about it is because we have a podcast. Right. And if we didn't have a podcast and someone brought it up, we'd be like, this issue doesn't matter. It's a non-issue. Just we'll take care of this issue and essentially just not worry about it and make your song sound as great as it can. So I think that's that. 
It's great. Cool. Take us home. If you have made it to the end of this episode, thank you very much. And you probably hear a sweet beat queuing up from the background. That was made by the one and only Sam Moses. If you wouldn't mind giving him some love, some verbal affirmation, a hug if you see him around town, and tell him thank you for putting these episodes together and making the sweet beats. That would be awesome. If you need a mastering engineer, Sam can be found at Moses Mastering and I can be found at For The Record Mastering. We would love to help make your song beat through normalization. That's so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, above all else is uh, excuse me above all else if you wouldn't mind just taking a screenshot of this moment right here and just posting it over to Instagram Facebook wherever you're listening or go over to Apple Google wherever you are listening and give us a review um, or leave us some stars some likes whatever you're going to do click subscribe whatever seems to help we would greatly appreciate it so on that Morning, afternoon, evening, whatever you're having, have a darn good one. See y'all in the next episode. Toodles. Yes. Toodles. I thought you were going to add daddy at the end of that. Toodles, daddy. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) 